China's sputtering economy is prompting the wrong responses from Beijing. That's bad for China and dangerous for us and the rest of the world. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. China's economy is losing steam, and Beijing is starting to react with measures that won't revive the heady growth rates of yesteryear. In fact, there are two big and worrying takeaways here. First, China's stimulus plans show once again the bankruptcy of one of the most sacred tenets of all modern economists, or most of them, and that is that government spending stimulates the economy. It doesn't. It leads to more government control, more waste, and finally, more stagnation. Second, a troubled economy under a dictatorship can tempt the government to divert attention from domestic woes by engaging in more aggressive military moves against neighbors and the U.S. Already, China is provocatively contemplating putting troops in Cuba as part of an ostensible training base for Havana's armed forces. The Middle Kingdom's economy is stalling. Exports are slumping, thanks to weakening markets in both Asia and Europe. New construction starts in the property sector, which still accounts for almost one-fourth of the economy, have fallen over 20% this year. Business investment and consumer spending are far from robust. Also hurting are U.S. efforts to block Beijing's access to advanced computer chips and other sensitive technologies. Very worrisome economically and politically is that unemployment among young people is over 20%. This situation gets more combustible when millions of students graduate next month. To reignite the economy, Beijing is cutting short-term interest rates. It is about to do a big ramp up in spending on infrastructure. It is ready to remove restrictions on individuals buying a second home in smaller cities. Previously, the central government was curbing this form of investing. Beijing is preparing to issue billions of dollars of special bonds to bail out local governments, whose debt totaled an unbelievable $9 trillion. But these moves won't fire up the economy. China unleashed tidal waves of binge spending after the global economic crisis in 2008-2009. For a while, the numbers looked good, but a significant amount of money was wasted. The result was, by Chinese standards, a subpar economy burdened with lots of debt. There is a bigger, more ominous burden weighing on the economy, the deadweight hand of state control. The private sector is being emasculated, its independence stifled. Every organization now has Communist Party apparatchiks embedded within it, monitoring every move and more and more dictating what's to be done and not done. Before Xi Jinping made himself the de facto emperor of China, entrepreneurs had considerable latitude, which is why China was becoming a technological innovator. Those freewheeling days are gone. The Chinese Communist Party is well aware of the perils of an economy not delivering vigorous growth, it may well stir up more international trouble to rally the country around the regime. The best stimulus for China won't come from this government, and that is more, not less, economic freedom. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. Ooh.